Okay, so it turns out somebody actually did the math. These Brads and Chads are bitching because Taylor Swift is shown for like 40 seconds in a three and a half hour broadcast. Well, 40 seconds is like a long time, right? Like that's, a, that's enough time, right? It's definitely enough time. Exactly. Somebody somewhere, there's a wife going, trust me, to Steve, <laughs> that's plenty. <laughs> it's not a short. Yeah, hey, just as quickly as it started, they're probably going to pull the plug after that opener. Like, are you starting with that? Not even a one-minute man. I mean, Missy had a whole song about it, and it was popular, but you guys even, you trumped that one. Hi, welcome to the L. Duncan Show. For those of you that have been with us along this ride for many months now, thank you. Thank you for your steadfast support. Yep. Listening to us via however you get your Multi-platform program here. Watching us on YouTube TV. Thank you. But you know what? We done went and sold out. Oh. We're on TV now, friends. We're linear folks. We are. Nobody knows what linear means. Dang, we are on television, folks. We are on your tube. Yep. Boob tube, the L. Duncan show, Mm -hmm. featuring Gary Streisky. And just in case you might be a first-time consumer, um, L. Duncan, Gary Streisky. Yes. Just want to sort of set the expectations there. Yeah. Big name on the graphic, Mm -hmm. hers. Yeah. I'm merely a sidekick. All right, I don't get the motorcycle. I'm just in the little cubby car. Yeah. All right. I'm not the Batman. I'm, I'm merely the Robin. Yeah. You're an Anne. Yes. You're a plus one. F E A T period. Okay. I'm a feature. Okay. Yes. I'm like Nate Dog. Mm hmm. I've got. We're on TV. I can't even finish the line. <laughs> no, I don't want you to change. Don't you ever okay, change. I won't. Okay. We're not going to just change just because we're on TV. Nope. You know what I mean? We're not going to just become different oh. because all of a sudden you can watch us every single Friday right here on ESPN2 from 2 to 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. time. All right? That's right. That's not us. Mm-mm. We're still going to do all of the same things that we've always done. That's right. That you've come to know and love about us. Like what? Like plenty of things. Not like take anything seriously. 100%. Talk a little sports. Like, Gary, we are just hours away, really, from the Pro Bowl. Okay? Yes. And no, this isn't the type of show that talks about that. This is the type of show that says... What are some incredible skills that just us regs, us everyday man, because that's who we speak to. What are the things that we could really excel at? So we're going to get into that. We're also going to do Gary's favorite thing, for those of you that don't know, and that is critique men's physiques. So that's coming up as well. I was a fan of that until just now. He's a huge fan of that. Yes. You're going to see. Gary and the guys. Don't get me started. And lastly. Yep. We have an exclusive here on the L. Duncan Show. What? Now, for those of you that haven't listened to every single episode twice a week for the yep. last six months. Multi-platform. You, mm-hmm. you may not know this, but we have never, ever welcomed anybody to pierce That's true. this sanctuary That's true. that we call the L. Duncan We're Show. super exclusive here. We really are. Yes. It's like a country club. You don't have to pay to get in, but it's just like we're not open to the outside. Yeah. Yeah. We're also like a little bit lazy. So I think part of it was just like, oh, logistics, they're hard. Yeah. But because we're on TV now and because she clearly has literally nothing else to do today. Yep. 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 For the first time ever, we're going to have a guest on this show. And that guest is the guest, the talented superstar that is Mina Kimes. Mina Kimes in the building. You take one half Korean, you take another half Korean, and for the first time in the L. Duncan show history, we are going to have a full Korean on the program. 
history in the making, folks. And this is just episode one on Linear TV. Yes, that's exactly why we had her on. Not because she's going to talk NFL, but because she's half Korean and I wanted to I just thought we were breaking barriers Mm -hmm. today. The, the, the Korean Transformers, if you will. So Mina's going to come on and we're going to talk about- Math. We're going to do a, ma- a mock draft, but we're going to do it L. Duncan style. Okay. Right? So just right. wait and see. But I mentioned it before, trade sure. deadline, NBA, a yes. week away. February 8th. It is. And oh, what you're going to get on some of these other incredible podcasts and shows here at the network, including another episode or show that's going to be on television- you're going to get all kinds of analysis, yeah. right? You're going to get people saying, this team should take this person, and this team should get this person, yeah. and this person's just one key guard away from winning a championship. No, no, that's save that for the low post. That's not you save me. that for Bobby Marks. Yes, Wendy, like whatever yeah. Wendy's doing. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to do trade deadline talk. Yeah. But we're going to do it basically based on some of the things that we like to consume, like HGTV. I love that. So what we'll do right now is love him or list him. It's good. NBA trade deadline edition. Ooh, we even have a graphic. Yo, we're coming up. Man, we got graphics now? Here's the first person. We are paying people. Okay. <clears throat> love him or list him, Clay Thompson. Oh, that's good. And you're asking me. Yeah, I am. As an HGTV alum. Sure. Yeah, I know you're asking me that. Mm-hmm. Um. Gosh, it's. I'm not saying it's a fall from grace, but it just doesn't feel like the same clay. 17 points per game. Yes, they won a championship in 2022. I love him. He's in the final year of an expiring contract. It's a no-brainer to list him. But I'm not going to do that, L, because you can't break up the band. Mm-hmm. And if you break up the band, you know who's going to be mad? The lead singer. The lead singer being Steph Curry. You love him. Keep playing the bay. I mean, you can break up a band. That's literally how sports work, Gary. You have to break up bands. They all end eventually. I will say this. I'm not ready for it. Clay Thompson has actually started improving and playing sure. a little bit better. I mean, I think we talked a few months ago when Clay was on his like old man on the river. Straight I, up. I'm just, I'm just, just glad. I'm just glad to be here. I'm a mentor to these young kids. I'm like, wait, what do you mean young kids? And I looked it up, and he's 33. I'm like, damn, he's one of us. Right. You're not exactly Adonis Haslam, sir. Yeah. Like You still are expected to play, but he is playing better. So even though that 17 points per game seems paltry, it's actually up from where he was playing. He is in the final year of his contract. I just don't... The Warriors are in, like, no man's land. They're in purgatory. Outside of the play-in. They're in the 12th right now yes. in the West. And um, I don't think that they're going to move on from Draymond or Clay. really depending on who you ask. Wendy says, as of Wednesday, they don't have any plans on moving on from Clay. But, of course, when you're a Warrior... Really, the only one that is untouchable is Steph Curry. I say, love him. Thank just you. Just love him. Thank it's you. just, it's, it's Clay. Clay. It's the Bay. He's mm-hmm. been there the entirety of his career. He's a West Coast guy. He has absolutely no shot in the frozen tundra that is Boston yeah. or New York. This is a guy who rides his freaking Santa Cruz mountain bike to Chase Center. Yeah. This is a guy who rides his freaking kayak in the San Francisco Bay to work mm-hmm. you're gonna make this guy sit in winter traffic somewhere yeah not a shot in hell yeah all right so love him love all right him. how about atlanta now this is a really interesting one Dejounte murray Ooh, do we is, love him do we list him so right now he's averaging a career high 21 and a half points per game the hawks are barely a play-in team yes. Every couple of perennially. years, perennially, the Hawks every couple of years seem yes. to sputter out is exactly when it matters the most. He's 27 years old. Okay. This experiment hasn't worked. The Hawks, of course, traded for DeJounte Murray. That didn't work particularly well. 
And he is under a pretty friendly $114 million four-year extension that he signed last year. So do you love DeJounte Murray if you're the Hawks? Or do you list him? The recent sample size tells me that when Trey Young can't play for whatever reason, DeJounte Murray is the best fail-safe that you have. Mm -hmm. He's a walking bucket. He's a double-double. When they made the trade for him from San Antonio to Atlanta, I was like, why did San Antonio let the franchise walk out the door? This guy is a bona fide superstar. This guy's mm-hmm. a bona fide superstar. Now you're going to team him up with Trey Young, a top five scorer in the league, and coming off of that season into the trade, so too was DeJounte Murray. I say that to say, you got to list this guy because of the team-friendly contract. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be clamoring, <coughs> Lakers, <coughs> Los Angeles Lakers, <coughs> go get the Washington guy back to the West Coast, 27, team-friendly deal. This guy is averaging a double-double. Get him out of the A, 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 A. Yeah, you got to move on from him. You do. I mean, I love DeJounte Murray. I was really excited about this trade, too. It's just not I'm working. It's not, it's not working enough that it's been game-changing for the Hawks. They are right. still the same sort of middling team that they were when he came there, barely a play-in team, um, and you got to move on. But you did read up an interesting prospect there, just to make things very interesting. Oh, yes. Trey Young. Yeah. Love him, man. love him or list him. You know, listen, I am now in, what, year five of reading the AJC, which is the newspaper of Atlanta, because I still read it every day. Yep. I'm checking on y'all. I love you, And just in case we don't know what the acronym stands for, I'm guessing Atlanta Journal Constitution. Constitution. Boom. Knew that. And every like couple years, it's like, opinion article. Why the Hawks should still be building around Trey Young. And listen, I'm not going to sit up here and do this whole let's besmirch Trey and do the comparison between him and Luca. I thought that the Trey acquisition was a really big pickup for Atlanta at the time just because he really fit exactly like the style of Atlanta. He's flashy. There's no real expectation to win in Atlanta a championship, but his brand of play, who he is, his personality, it's like a perfect fit for Atlanta, the culture, and those kinds of things. And I know this, I used to work for the Hawks. But you can't sit there and say that you are serious about wanting to compete and have a championship and then say the common denominator here is this guy, and then none of the pieces ever seem to work around him. And you have to start wondering – do you need to move on from Trey? Now, the problem, of course, being if you're the Hawks, Trey's the only thing keeping your lights on in terms right. of interest, cachet, people wanting to come to the games. He is very much a part of the fabric of Atlanta at this point. So I think right now they're sort of giving him a golden parachute contract, which is something that you do for Clay Thompson, not something that you do for Trey Young. So I do think that they're a little hamstrung. I think that he has a reputation for playing a certain way, and people don't necessarily want to play with Trey. So it's going to be hard to bring people in in free agency. You're going to have to purely try and do this through the draft. That hasn't worked either. I'm just going to say, if you really want to have sweeping change, you got to list him. Ooh, and they had the ability to do that, but they loved him so much, they signed him to that contract extension, and I don't think a lot of franchises want to absorb that $40-plus million annual salary just to have Trey Young, who you sort of alluded to it, and I'm not going to say much because he watches the programs, but maybe some in the locker room don't necessarily love playing with Trey Young. Yeah, I, listen, I don't know. I don't know about any of that stuff. I right. know that his style is, you know, he's a ISO player. There's yeah. lots of people that would tell you they didn't this want to play with Russell Westbrook either. He's great. And he's good. All right, finally, how about Zach Levine? This is an interesting one. Bulls start. He is hurt. He hadn't played in quite a bit. Averaging just a tick under 20 points per game on the season. I mean, he's Zach Levine. Now, the problem is he's still guaranteed almost $90 million and another player option in 2026. 
But if you're a Bulls team that, again, is not really doing much right now, certainly doing better than they were at the beginning of the season when it looked like they were contending with the Pistons to be the worst team. Um, but I'm going to just say you're going to have to list them. I'm with you. You're have to list them. What redeeming quality does Chicago have right now? Nobody is paying attention to the Bulls. They're not even a fringe team. There's no sense of keeping that guy. I'm a big believer, too, of I hate seeing untapped or not untapped potential, but I hate seeing like generational talent just sort of waste away. Yeah. I likened it to, I always look at Connor McDavid going and what's going on with the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm like, God, somebody get this guy a cup, please. Obviously Zach Levine is not that comp in the NBA, but I just hate seeing superstar talent just being bottom feeders so long in their career. Like let this guy have an opportunity to go somewhere and win, be serviceable. Zach Levine can be that guy. You got to list him. Yeah, you got to list him, and then you can complete your Windy City rehab in keeping with the HGTV theme. In fact, trouble. can we do some other, like, I feel like we're giving, I feel like talking about small penis energy is not going to be the thing that's going to get us kicked. Yeah, you can say penis. That's not going to be the thing that gets us kicked off. I think it's the idea that we just keep promoting HGTV that's going to get us kicked off. Okay, sure, 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 sure. However, let's work with this for a minute. NBA teams as HGTV shows. Okay. I'm going to start with million dollar listing. That's the Celtics. Maybe the Nuggets. They don't need, they're good. They don't need nothing. They don't need nothing. Nah, they're Gucci. Great views, property value high. They need absolutely nothing. Lottery dream home. And they've hit the lottery with the current rosters that they have built. I also love lottery dream home because somebody will win a scratch off and they're like, I won $75,000. I'm thinking about getting something beachfront. Dude, some of these houses are so basic. I watch my lottery dream home so I can dream and fantasize. And some of these are akin to like, when I was 22 years old and buying my starter home. I'm like, well, What's they're like, this is very interesting. There's windows in this bedroom. Yes, and they're not leaking. It's been a dream of mine. I've made it. Lottery Dream Home's awesome show. The host, I can't recall the name right now, super tattered up. You know the, the, who I'm mm-hmm. talking about is good. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go with, oh, Good Bones. Okay. You can also use this as bargain block. The Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the West. Yeah. Good Bones. Why? Because they draft well. Yeah. They have the fantastic farm system that is their draft abilities. I know Shea Gilgis Alexander wasn't drafted, but it was trades by way that he was acquired. You got Chet Holmgren. He's going to be the rookie of the year. I know a lot of people are like, well, what about Victor Wembanyama? It's Chet Holmgren. It's the young core. Oklahoma City. I got some good bones. But they're a bargain block because they of are, all of those rookie contracts. They're, they're cheap. They're all babies. They're cheap. They're cheap. Now in two, three years, and property value's going up. But Oklahoma City, though, you don't need but a couple nickels. Okay. All right? To get by. I'll talk about and those also, people. I'm, not, I'm, I'm giving them props. And also, just as a side note, did you, did you hear that Oklahoma City is like about to build the world's tallest building? Like taller than the Burj Khalifa. Why? Just to say they, just to say they did. You can spot them uh, tornadoes coming. Just to say they did. I see. So that ya. way, it makes Oklahoma. I'll put them on the map. A a more, I guess, attractable or attractable. That's not even a word I'm using on TV. Awesome. Attractive vacation destination. You've been to the Burj Khalifa. I have been to the Burj Khalifa, and I can tell you that those views probably superior to the ones in Oklahoma. However, oh, you never know. All right. Well, I've never been to either. Finally. Tiny luxury. Oh. And I cannot confirm this. I mean, I can. I work at ESPN, but I just didn't. Okay. I just Googled it. Yep. 
But I think the shortest starting five in the NBA is the Knicks. And so they are tiny luxury. The Knicks have just had a month. One of the best months in franchise history. January was good to them. OG Ananobi, maybe it goes down as the greatest trade of all time. Maybe. They're balling. They're hooping. All right. The New York Villanova Wildcats are absolutely tearing it up. Yeah. I just want to know why you're having to bring height into this. Well, my favorite thing, too, is for us laymen. (laughs) Keep going back to this. I feel like your poor girlfriend somewhere going, hey, whoa. stop telling everybody our business. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm talking about sports. Speaking of people's business, um, getting hot in here. Gary also, he mentioned it earlier, had been on an HGTV show before. Oh, yeah, that was House real. House Hunters. That was real. And so on the other side, after the break, Gary will tell us all about House Hunters. And I have but one question Ooh. to him. Why did you lie to the American people? All that and more when the L. Duncan Show continues on the other side. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. That's an accusation. Hey friends, it's your favorite casual stands, L. Duncan and Gary Strikey. What is a banjo and a giant sandwich and... Throwing a Racky Dinar have in common? Absolutely nothing. And that's why you should watch the L. Duncan Show. And listen, wherever you get your podcasts, we're multi-platform, including Mondays and Thursdays on Spotify and YouTube TV. Plus Fridays right here on ESPN2. But you already know that because you're watching. Which camera? There's the camera. We're on TV now. Sure. Um, So when I had the big sandwich next to my head, Mm -hmm. that was when we were just like, you know, in podcast form. Oh. I was like, I don't need to do makeup or my hair. Oh. And they used just that singular clip for our promo. So Mm -hmm. that's probably not going to bring very many viewers. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, so you think people are watching this show because of your hair just, and makeup? Well, I just think that there might be a small subsect of people who tune in for many different reasons. Just the eye can- Are you the eye candy on this show? No, no. Can you guys tell us if Gary is the eye candy on this show? Because if so, I'm definitely not going to do hair and makeup anymore. I thought it was me. No, I- you, no, you definitely are. To a like, if, if we're looking at the show as a pie. No, finish what you were saying. To a who, Gary? If we're to- lo- if we're looking at the show as a pie, you are 99% of the reason people like pie. But I might be a nice little sliver of a 1%. I might just be a little, just cut off just a little edge of that just for the people who, you know, might not be into the 99% of the pie. Yeah. Keep hunting for that escape route like you were hunting for houses on HGTV. That's a a professional segue, folks. That is a TV professional, L. Duncan. That is Emmy Award winning, L. Duncan. That is nearly record deal attaining uh, L. Duncan. At an actual Emmy. So you were on House Hunters. We saw you on this episode. It was so funny. Um, House Hunters is fake. 
Watch your mouth. I mean, <laughs> Wait. I love house hunters. I watch, watch house it. hunters. I watch house hunters international. Yes. I dream about going to these foreign countries yep. until I see what's available to me at my yep. price yep. and yep. budget. And then I change my mind. You were on house hunters. I was. House hunters is fake. Share with us your experience. Well, House Hunters is not fake because I did end up perching that side-by-side duplex in our lovely town in central Connecticut. What I will tell you about it is they certainly want to zhuzh up, zhuzh up the drama mm-hmm. and bring to attention some things, some characteristics, some, 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 some areas of charm, as they would call it, that you might not have seen during your initial walkthrough. What? Basically, so when I bought my house, all right, we had to have two other homes because I, I was already under contract. Yeah, you have to be under contract so to go were, on the show. Sure. You're not really hunting. So, well, I was kind of hunting. Let's say a little less hunting, maybe more down the line of I might be changing my mind here after seeing some of the houses. Because okay. every single person, and it's the same exact crew, and it's, it's funny because the actual production crew is based in our town um, in Connecticut. So I don't recall back in 2018 how I got connected with them, but I passed on doing uh, the show with my first home. And uh, me and the producer, Andrew, we stayed in contact. She was like, if you're ever buying another house, let me know. Sure enough, I sent her an email. Hey, I'm under contract. It's this fixer upper. It's this duplex that I'm going to buy, rent out half a side, um, refinish another side. She was like, yes, let's do it. Are you under contract already? I'm like, yeah, I'm already demoing walls. She was like, all right, we'll find a couple of houses that are sort of um, similar to your price range and some of the stuff that you want. But it's the same crew, camera, audio, production. It's a group of like six people that do every single show across the country. And every single person on the crew, when they were walking through my actual home, the one I actually purchased and chose, were like, nobody's going to think you're going to choose this house. And I was like, damn, is it that bad in there? Like, let's just say nobody's... Coming from where you're coming from, because, you know, the whole backstory yeah. of the home that you live in, mm-hmm. and it was nice, and I built that up, too. Um, they're like, nobody is going to believe that it's a dump. you're going to choose this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a dump. It just needed some love. It needed some love. It, it needed a lot of love. It had just put on some beauty weight, if you will. Yeah, um, yeah. And rust. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mentioned the beauty weight thing yes. because... We don't like to get too serious here on the L. Duncan Show, but there is something right now that is plaguing the sports world. Oh. And frankly, I find it disturbing, unfair, and wrong. Oh, my gosh. Patrick Mahomes. That is. You see him there. You see Jason Kelsey, of course, on the right. Jason Kelsey has embraced the dad bod. He looks like a bear. He does. New height in, in many ways. New Heights uh, is, of course, his podcast. They tweet, this is the ideal male body. Now, the reason that they are being forced to do this is because the man on the left, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. the great Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And if you're just listening to this podcast, yep. hop on over to YouTube or Google it. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes was caught on tape in the locker room celebrating their AFC championship. And people are roasting his dad bod. People are saying, ew, and he had to defend himself. He's like tweeting. He's like, nah, y'all did me dirty. That ain't right. Come on, man. Why y'all got to do me like that? I got kids. Look at the angles, right? You see a little, you see a little, it's a little. That's just good eating. That's just shush. It's a little, listen, I love it. I love giving him some good food. That's just a little pinch thing. Kansas City, you know, the barbecue girls were crazy. And here's my thing. Yeah. I don't think it's okay to talk about men's bodies. Thank you, Elle. Thank you. I'm glad that we have an ally. Thank you. But since we're going to talk about men's bodies. Oh, damn it. Everybody keeps comparing Patrick Mahomes to Tom Brady. He's like, yeah, I want that body too. So don't you feel bad about that, Patrick Mahomes? No, you shouldn't, man. 
embrace that body. Here's the thing. Money changes, money changes you a little bit. You know what I mean? When you're scrapping, when you're grinding, when you're hungry, you don't got that extra, you don't got that extra, you don't got that extra cushion. You don't got that extra feel good. Your body is literally in fight or flight mode Mm -hmm. because you ain't eating. Yeah, it's starving itself. I remember when I first started in this business, I had one meal a day, Chipotle, every day, 6 p.m. That's my only meal of the day. It's the skinniest I've ever been. I was going to say, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually think that the dad bod is the most relatable thing about Patrick Mahomes. I do not like a perfectly chiseled 12-pack washboard. Like I Mm. find that to be no freaking thank you. That dude eats like an Mm-hmm. That dude is obsessed with how he looks. Mm-hmm. That dude used to be Gary Streisky when I first met him. And let me just show you where Gary used to be, okay? That hey, is oh, Gary. Hey, come on. That was probably the only thing he had that day. For those of you that can't. I was on a juice diet. Those of you that can't see what I am <laughs> looking at, Gary is laying on a couch. He's got his. At- you know your stomach's in good shape when you can lay in that awkward position and it still doesn't look fat. Yeah, no, I mean, that's crazy. Take me back. I ain't yeah. going to lie. We should. Keep this up for a little longer. That Gary no, was Chris my Cologne favorite Gary. Is, I like is this telling Gary. us to rap, but I don't want to. Yeah, I like this Gary. I like uh, more approachable Gary. Yeah, hey, you know what? Like, it's 100 degrees in the studio, but I got my hoodie and jacket on because <laughs> stomach don't look like that anymore. Underneath a couple layers probably That's looks fair. like that, but I ain't met that Gary in about 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, that Gary we used to mock, and mm. which is why we love this Gary. And now this Gary. Take me as I am. <laughs> fluffy, relatable Gary. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> Damn, Elle. Beauty weight Gary can now turn the tables and mock other people. When we return on the Elle Duncan Show. I will not be doing that. Mina Kimes will join us, and we will have our mock draft. Y'all both going to go in on me? Just wait. I refuse. See. Okay, look there at that. There he is, sipping that juice. Nice. Hey, this is on TV too. Yeah, this is people got seventy-five inch TVs. Looking at this, you're welcome. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here, and guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now, making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Uh, Mina Kimes is here to help us do a mock draft. An L. Duncan type of mock draft. She's going to lean and learn. We're going to lean rather on her expertise to help us here. What? Going to stop you right there. Mina, welcome to the program. I've heard what I needed to hear from L. Duncan. And I'm already prepared for this mock draft. Okay. And I hope you're ready to okay. buckle up. Gary Streisky's mock draft. Caleb Williams is good, but I hear if he isn't taken first overall, he's going to cry. Boom roasted. Malik neighbors to the Giants? Listen, if I were the Giants and got to pick my neighbors, I'd at least choose one with a trampoline and cool dog. Boom so roasted. So, Gary, that is not at all what this is, and I love that you don't pay attention to any of the production meetings. We're not just mocking people for the draft. We are taking things that are mockable, we are going to draft them, and then we are going to mock them ourselves, okay? But I'm really glad you feel that way about a bunch of teenage boys. Well done, Gary Streisky. Are you proud of yourself? There were some things lost in translation, I guess, on the call that I wasn't Clearly. there for. All right, you know what? I defer to you and Mina. Thank you. Mina is our guest. She okay. will draft first. <laughs> right now, this is roughly stuttered for about three draft picks. Mina, okay. as our guest, you've got less than 30 seconds on the clock. Who are you drafting in the first ever mock draft? 
Thanks, Elle. A uh, lot of really good suggestions, options to choose from. Some of them kind of feel like personal attacks, given how many of them uh, involve people who love their dogs too much. But I'm going to ignore that and pretend like that these aren't pointed. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take what I feel like is should be a consensus number one overall pick, people okay. you mock, which is, I don't know if you're playing a draft sound, or you can put that in in post. Um. People who stand up immediately at the airport gate, even though they're in the last row. However, I'd like to add on also people who crash the aisles as soon as the plane lands. I feel like it's the same same genre of human, which is basically people who act at airports like other people don't exist. Mina, I could not agree with you more, especially when you're in row 36. Sir, you're not getting off this plane for 27 minutes. I need you to sit down. And now instead... After this long flight, I've got your crotch in my face. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Great number one overall pick. Um, Mina alluded to it, so I'm going to go there. With my first overall pick, I am going to select the people who speak as a baby or as a dog on social media or to other people. Example? I had so much fun when my mommy <laughs> pushed me around New York City today. There were so many bright colors. <laughs> Your baby is fucking seven months old. He's not tweeting. He's not on Instagram. Your fucking dog doesn't have an Instagram and doesn't need to talk. And Mina, I'm not attacking you. You have one of the most famous dogs in the world. And last I, I checked, I have never seen you speak on behalf of Lenny. Okay. It's funny that you mentioned that because I I do have a little story, which is my show, the Meaning Time Show featuring Lenny, uh, which you can catch in this spot on Thursdays. Uh, at the beginning, the podcast has been around for about six or seven years now, and the first two years, there was a bit where I would ask every guest a question at the end in Lenny's voice, which is a very high pitched dog voice. Can it was it? just the voice, you know, if you don't know. It, it, some people do voices for their dogs in the comfort of their own home. So it was sure. the voice my husband and I would use when we were imitating our dog. So, but it was, it got to the point where as I got, I started having bigger and bigger guests, I would dread having to do the dog voice at the end. And the guest who broke me in terms of like, I just like, after I did it, I, I was like, I, I can never do this again was Matt Hasselbeck because I, <laughs> I looked up to him so much and I was so excited to have him on. This must've been like 2018 or something. And at the end, I had to be like, did you really think you were going to take the ball and score? And he just looked at me like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so after that, I never did the dog voice again. But I'll tell you that it's the number one thing that longtime listeners of the show complain about. They're always like, bring back Lenny's voice. You're silencing we, Lenny. That's what they we say. We want to know what, what Lenny has to say. Yeah. Okay, well, I stand um, corrected. I love that that was a bit. Yes. But you said bit, operative word bit. There are some people who really honestly believe people want them to post as a dog. And that is weird. There are dogs on social media who are bringing in revenue for their family. And a lot of it is thanks to and by way of having a cute voice. Okay. All right. right. So I'm I'm, I'm all about, I'm pro adding additional streams of revenue. And I'm going to go ahead and use that to draft my mock draft participant people selling courses online. If I wanted to support online entrepreneurs, I would do it via OnlyFans. Okay. Boom roasted. Am I allowed to say boom roasted Can you anymore? please stop saying okay, that? Okay, I'll stop saying boom roasted. I was just going super Michael Scott on this one. Yeah. 
can't be selling me a course online. Yeah. If it was that good, you wouldn't be telling everybody. Okay. Is all I'm saying. Gotcha. That's <laughs> what she said. That's, my, that's, what, <laughs> that's what There we go. Boom roasted. <laughs> all right, Mina, you're up. Who is your second pick in the mock draft? Um, I am going to go. I always, well, actually, I like saying this around colleagues because then it's in their back of their minds and all my dealings yes. with them from that point forward. Um, people who are habitually late but shrug it off like an adorable character flaw. <laughs> You're not late, L. You're never late. We do shows together. You're always on time. I. It come from a military family. I definitely Same. was raised that if you are five minutes, yeah, you're a military brat, right? Oh like, yeah, I know this five life. Five minutes yeah. early, then you are late. Like you've got to be on time. I, we definitely had a whole entire show here that was all about someone being late. And I think the reason that that ended up on the document is because they used to work on that show. We love her, by the way. Second, yeah. this is all over your head, Gary. Gotcha. Second pick of the draft, I'm taking. This is going to be a little TMI. The person who answers the phone or calls someone when they're on the toilet. Oh. Ah. Don't answer the phone. Don't scroll through your Instagram and listen to the videos loud while you're in the toilet. No one wants to talk to you while you're doing that. Maybe I have FaceTimed my husband expecting to see my adorable children and instead have just seen his face with the toilet bowl behind him. Uh, yeah, I was him. just about to say, this is like, you could have just texted this to Omar. <laughs> like, you could have just told him that he should stop that because I just, I don't know how many conversations you're having with this specific individual other than maybe the handful that are closest to you in your life. Okay, yeah. And even don't have a cell phone yet. Well, it was very specific. And so, yes, yeah. Omar, please stop. <laughs> just text me back. Damn. Uh, this is, uh, I guess this is me. People who say they would rather take the dinner with Jay-Z over literally any amount of money, literally any amount. You, you know, the, it the trend is like, hey, would you rather have dinner with Jay-Z or $50,000? Jay-Z, because you can ask him this or that. I would take $5 over dinner with Jay-Z. What? I would take a free meal over dinner with Jay-Z. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a complete sentence. What's Jay-Z going to tell me? Besides, like, how to be an entrepreneur, oh, how to be self-made, how to come from nothing, how to be, a billionaire? How to be relevant. He ain't gonna tell me how to that. glow up and marry like the baddest woman in the world. None of these things you care about. Jay Z came up selling crack rock. Okay. L. Bye. What am I supposed to do with that? <sighs> All right. And Mina, finally, because we're very close to putting you out of your misery, give me your final pick in the inaugural mock draft. Um. Well, I, I my final pick is is Gary because he what? wrote in this email spelling the words restaurant and Wednesday. And I just feel like I have to mock Gary for not being able to spell the words restaurant and Wednesday. I think you were okay. suggesting it as a concept, but. I was. <laughs> Explain Mina, yourself, Gary. Mina, what we do here on the L Duncan show is try to meet oh. the consumer at their level. And I'm just trying to be a relatable guy in that anytime we are in positions of having to spell Wednesday, how do we spell it? Wed Ness Day. Spell restaurant. Don't look. R E S T A U R A N T. Spell Mina, rhythm. Okay. Wait, I know wait, that Gary, you're spell rhythm. Yeah. Spell, spell rhythm. Spell rhythm. R H Y T H M. 
Mina, I don't know how to spell no regrets, but I hope you don't have any. Thank you so much for joining us here. As you heard Mina already say, the Mina Kime show with Lenny, you can hear it, you can see it on every Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. on ESPN2. We love you. Thank you for being our first guest on this show. And in the same way that Matt Hasselbeck broke you, I think you, as my hero, have broken me. This is going to be a serious sports show from now on. Thank you. For sure, if Mina Kimes was doing a Pro Bowl skills challenge, she could dominate an Etch-A-Sketch. Pretty good at a lot of things. Here are the Pro Bowl skills competitions, though, that are coming for the NFL in the next couple of days. Precision passing, best catch, closest to the pin. That's golf. High stakes, which is like punt stuff, dodgeball, which is my personal favorite at the now Pro Bowl, and kick-tack-toe, because kickers need love, too. I actually like this a lot. Um, Best catch. Someone say we're right here. Oh, God. Oh, I've already been caught in, though. It's not even a word. I'm so glad that you recognize it's not a word. It's. But see, when we were just on the internet, we could say whatever we want. True. And we just all entered the chuckle hut and laughed together. But now we're on TV and people are going to think I'm stupid because I said cotton. So I have to immediately correct myself. Sure. And also because you're tickling 40 and you should know it. Watch out. I'm 37. So... Here's some Pro Bowl maybe competitions that we thought could be things that we would raise for the athletes to do. I would watch a tomato punt return. That's actually really good. If you drop a punt, you get tomatoes thrown at you. Oh, see, I I interpreted that the complete opposite. What did you think? You put tomatoes in a jugs machine and they have to catch it without the tomato breaking. Ah. And then you get to advance to the egg punt return. Oh, wow. And if you catch the tomato... Then soft hands. Softest of hands. Catch an egg. That's interesting. That's super impressive. Okay. What about dodgeball with wrenches? You know, as if an you can dodge ball. a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Who's throwing the wrenches? Fair. You know what I'm saying? I feel like to have an advantage or to at least make it even, the person throwing the wrench has to be blindfolded. Could get weird. God, that'd be so hard. Um, have you ever had to dodge like something super dangerous that could not since I hung up my superhero job, but um, <laughs> do tell Gary you've had to dodge Listen, something man, quite dangerous in middle, in middle school. Not us, I, other than like evading the police when we have to run from them on our bicycles because we were driving around apartment lots, breaking um, like lights and stuff. I've said too much. I've said too. I've said too much. I've said. Too, you know what? I'm just saying that like as an adolescent in the '90s, throwing crab apples at cars passing. There it is. Crab was apples. fun. Well, at first you were describing, you were from Denver. You were at first describing like, you know, the movie Colors, but it turns out it's really much more like yeah. West Side Story. Um, so here are some things that we thought, when you're a Chet, I could see you being in a gang that dances and yeah. snaps. Oh, okay. Real real quick, just a real quick tangent. This was when I was in middle school. These are called ADD tours, by Correct. the way. ADD tours. I was in middle school. All right? I'm 37 now, kind of looking like I'm only in college, some would say. In middle school, L, I remember me and my friends, this was like ho- around Halloween night. We were just trick-or-treating. Thornton police, whoop, whoop, run up on us, throw us up against the fence. And they accused me, out of all my friends, mm-hmm. I was the only ethnic one. Everybody else was white. They accused me of being in the LTK, the Latin thug kings. Okay. In mid- I'm not kidding. You. Thornton police were like, yeah? Why are you wearing black and yellow? Are you a Latin thug king? You're like, I love Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> yeah. This is before your time, but just trust me, there's this guy out of Pittsburgh. My dad was a cop, and I was scared to go home and tell him that the cops threw me up against the fence and accused 12-year-old Gary of being an LTK member. 
what the hell? What a story. And that's real. Do I look like a gang member? I don't think that's the only alphabet club you've ever been accused of being in. But the Ellen Gary skills challenge, as we wrap this thing up, it'll hit you in a minute. Some things that we think we would do really well at if there was a skills competition huh? that was about our race. Oh, right. wait a minute. It just hit us. Okay, you know what? Go to the skills competition. No. <laughs> Here's something that you wouldn't be great at. Okay. Getting the point right away. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Here's something that I think I could do excellent at. Yes. Folding towels so that they actually all are neat and orderly in the linen closet. Oh. Yo, I'm a monster with this towel folding. Really? Tom Brady. And how long does this linen closet stay immaculate? It doesn't ever got, stay. Well, it doesn't stay that way. Because two kids. Exactly. Everybody in my house Fs it up for me. You know, I feel like Giselle, my husband can't throw to himself. Yeah. Well, Lamar proved that that's not true. I'm elite at that. And I wish other people would catch on. I do well. What about you? You don't have like your own linen closet. I feel like Elle Duncan, what? she probably got like her own towels that like the kids don't use and don't get boogers on them. And like Omar don't get to wipe his feet on. You don't have your own linen closet? What? Are you describe? Have you ever been around a family? What do you think happens in a family home? You think my kids just wipe boogers all over everything because they do? Because they do. Yeah. What are you talking about? You got like you got a four year old and a two year old or one year old. I know I have. That's actually house. another one of my great skills: identifying smells and stains and figuring out right away: is that blood? Is that chocolate? Or is that poop? Oh my God. <laughs> really good. You have to. Dis oh. Yeah. Give me, give me something that you could do very quickly as we wrap up this and oh, tease gosh. something we'll be doing for the show. That give I'm me really, your skill. Yeah, your I'm, skill. That I'm really good at. Well, at, in my age, I'm pretty good at like sitting in a chair mm -hmm. and then sitting and then getting out of a chair oh, without making a noise. That's your, okay. Not groaning. You know that's a super hot. Sure. You know that's a superpower when we get mm -hmm. our age. Yeah. Chris Cologne's laughing in my ear saying yeah. you better shut up and rap. Yeah. Um, just what else am I supposed to say? For the inside, Chris Cologne is our producer, guys. Oh, yeah. Carrie keeps referring to a person that none of you know. My name's Gary, but... We're working on television with Gary. He's only been doing it for 10 years. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to walk the walk here, and ahead of the NBA All-Star, we're going to challenge each other on this show what? to see who can be really great at just doing basic stuff. Guys, that's what we do when we're after elites. That ain't going to be me. On the other side, we're going to close this thing out with probably a very stupid question Gary's going to ask me. Also things that we do on the other Literally end. sitting right here. Mm -hmm. That hurts my feelings. Don't forget, new episodes of The L. Duncan Show, Mondays and Thursdays, wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube TV, and then, of course, Fridays, ESPN2, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern. I love how we just used a, a straight up a, a screenshot of that. It's 201. Somebody yeah. had a full battery. Sure. All right, L, this is the question I had for you because I saw it pop up on social media yet again, and we've all lived this experience. You're out to dinner with a group. Let's say four plus. You itemizing or are you splitting the bill evenly? You just tossing in a couple of cards and chop it. Who cares what you got? We are middle aged. Everybody has jobs. If you can't just throw in a credit card and split it, then I'm never having dinner with you. Like if you start pulling out pens and writing down on receipts and like, please, no, never. Bye. Go. Okay. I hear you. I agree with you. I am in lockstep with you. Okay. Because I'm never going to ask anybody via Venmo, yo, you owe me $17. But, story time. Okay. Oh, a story amongst, time? Some, amongst friends. You know them, but I'm going to redact the names. Okay. A group of seven, three couples and a lone soldier, okay, are going out because a couple, this is a true story a couple years ago, a couple is celebrating, let's say, somebody's new 
$100 million contract that they just signed. Okay, so this is an athlete? This is a professional athlete. Okay. City of Boston. Mm -hmm. Let's go out to dinner, celebrating the new deal. Okay. Going out to a place, three couples. One solo. One, one solo. The girl was solo. Uh, <laughs> and it was the bride of the athlete that was ordering drinks, ordering desserts. Let's order this app. Let's order that app. Of course. My boo just got paid. Let's go. $100 million. $185 million. Boom. We're pouring up. Bang. This is great. Bill comes. Obviously, he got this. Yeah. This dude just signed for nine figures. There are two commas in his annual salary at this point. Right. And these other people, I know where they work. There is barely one salary. <laughs> There's five one digits. Comma. There's five yeah. digits. Five digits. Like and that includes a comma. to the right of the decimal. Sure. Oftentimes, bill comes over $1,600. Okay. Right? It's nothing. Paltry. That's chump change. Yeah. That's, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. Running around money. Everybody throw in your card. Everybody throw in your card. Wait, even the solo? Girl? Everybody throw in your card, L. 400, one couple. 400, another couple. 400, another couple. $400 to the girl who just no. got the invite and just was going was to coming. vibe. She's just going to hang with a professional athlete. Yeah. In her mind, she's like, well, he's going to burn the town up. We're going to have luxury yeah. vehicles. Bring it. They'll probably rent the restaurant out yeah. for us. We're going to a rooftop. My girl got the bottles that's got the sparklers oh, on it. Oh, my God. Congratulations on the service. new contract. The girls are coming out. Getting dessert that people don't touch, but they're just putting on Instagram. Gold flakes on their steak. That's going to be $400, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Are you kidding me? L, when our friend that told me this story... L, I about wrecked the car. I was driving. He told me this story. I almost put the car in the Charles And River. they just did it? They just threw their cards Because in? there's too much angst. There's too much anxiety Absolutely to be like. Not. No. No. You know what that is? That's a bunch of people that are not that man's actual friend who just were like, oh, they got a little caught up in the lore of going and hanging out with this professional athlete. Because if that's your real friend, you look at that man and you go, quit playing, man. Yes. Quit playing, Mr. $185 million. Yes. Man, we all know how much money. There's a responsibility as the guy's girl, wife, fiance to be like, uh, Hello. what are you doing? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? This card is black. Okay. We only need a card. Thank you. That is so humiliating. And here's the great thing <laughs> is that Gary doesn't really want to tell us who this person is, but he gave us enough context clues. Boston. Yeah. $185 million, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to tell you that Gary's years in Boston where he would have known these people, 2012, 13, hey, it, about 2020. We're running up against the clock. You better just cut. So if you start hey, doing that, that blah, 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 no, it is not blah, blah, Brian Pellegrini. <laughs> if you start doing that stuff, leave it in the comment section who you think Gary is calling Ooh, out as the cheapest game. professional athlete that's of a, all That's time. a fun game. I hope you're embarrassed. I hope we find this man and I hope we embarrass him and shame him in more ways than he could have shamed himself because his career ended in a wait, does he still play? I don't know. I've said too much. There it is. Welcome to the L. Duncan <laughs> Show where we say too much and we throw people under the bus. We'll see you on Monday. Damn. <laughs> For Hun. Where is your credit? Yo, everybody card? toss in. People throwing in credit cards. She throwing her TD Bank debit <laughs> card, dude. <laughs> like, I gotta transfer some money. Damn.